Blog Talk Radio. Sunday of June, 
I like to have those geared towards uh, the men or the fathers. And then for Mother's Day, Mother's Day, those two Sundays, I went on, I did an extra one on uh, last Sunday. So being fair, so that way, uh, I want to speak to the young ladies. If they want to come down to um, June, we're going to definitely talk to the fathers, the men. But one of the things that was really uh, on my mind, to talk to the young ladies, especially the mothers, you know, mothers, they sacrifice their time, their life, and beyond which you, knowing that they really are the ones that wake up in the middle of the night to change the baby's diapers. And sometimes the single mothers have to, along with not just dealing with a full-time responsibility of being a mom, but also a full-time responsibility of being employed. So we want to talk to those young ladies, the single mothers, married mothers, or even ladies. We want to talk about this today. What about you? What about you? When you have to take time to pamper yourself. You have to take time for Y-O-U. Many times, mom would make sure that the kids eat while the kids are eating. Sometimes, mama's not sitting down eating. <clears throat> and I I remember seeing, you know, the, the seasoned mothers. Oftentimes, growing up, we would see mothers have several kids, sometimes a minimum of five, like my mom had uh, five kids in the house. And to me, that was large. But when you look at, like, her parents, my mom's mother had 11. And when I found out she had 11, I was like, wow. But then when you, did, when you realize some of the other ones back in the day, which my parents my grandparents are from Mississippi. My parents and grandparents are from Mississippi. And so they would have 13, 15, something. I'm like, wow. So you think about they have 15, 13 kids during that time, and they made things happen versus some of us in this day and time in 2023. Look here. We might be struggling with one or two, <laughs> you know. So – in the midst of all of that, some way, somehow, it was only God that allowed them to be able to raise up kids, to help them to become adults. And if you look at it, mom would often sacrifice her life, sacrifice her time, and always put those, always put the kids first. Well, of course, putting the husband first, first if you know, if she was married, but if she was a single mom, she would put the kids first and sacrifice, sometimes sacrifice to sleep. And so with all of that, being able to look at, being able to look at when are you going to be able to sit down and enjoy life? When are you going to be able to receive what you've been putting out? Oftentimes I would see Sometimes those mothers, like I said, they would sacrifice so much. They would provide for the kids. Sometimes they would go without to make sure that the kids had what they needed. Some people would say the bare necessities. But even with that, sometimes mom would go without. You know, I would often hear the saying, well, you know, mama has to do what she has to do just to make sure that the kids had a roof over their head. And this is oftentimes when it came down to a single mom, a mom that may not have had support from the children's father. And so with that, we want to make sure that we really allow those mothers, as well as the the ladies, you know, like I said, Mother's Day coming up next week, but oftentimes there may be them, single mothers, excuse me, them single ladies who may not have children, but they co-parent with a a sister, um, 
a friend, you know, they're that nanny, they're that godmother to their single mother. And so it could be pertaining to an aunt. I, matter of fact, uh, I don't know if I'm not going to say her name, but I have a cousin that she is very involved in her nieces and nephews' lives, very active, want to make sure that, you know, it's almost like she's the second mom. So with it, you know, that's what family is for. You know, you know, sometimes, you know, that old saying, it takes a village to raise a, raise a child. But that is true. You know, especially in this day and time, you know, things have changed from the 50s and 60s. So we want to make sure that we really just take the time for us to be able to accept the help that is needed. And so with that, in the process of, mom or the ladies doing all that they can to help other people, a lot of times they end up, like I said, sacrificing their own life, sacrificing their own sleep to make sure that the needs of others are taken care of. And so now that's why it's so important for those that may be watching to make sure just as much as you plan, that you plan all that to help others on your schedule, Make sure that you plan to help yourself on your own schedule. Now, true enough, God will help you. God will bless you as you bless others. But you cannot forget about yourself when God has given you the responsibility of being a steward of the things that he gave you, and that includes you. You have to count yourself as important also. And a lot of time I found out that there are so many people who give. Sometimes they're always there for other people, but they're not there for themselves and no one else is there for them. Oftentimes those are the ones that when they come down to try to do something for themselves, they feel guilty. Them same ones that's there for so many people, that same one that's there to encourage someone. Those are the main ones when it comes down for them to be able to just do something nice for themselves, they feel guilty. And it doesn't mean that they buy some old extravagant prize. It could be something as well as just being able to sit down and enjoy television. It could be something just as simple as, you know what, I'm going to walk to the park. But then what happened, their mind is always working, thinking, oh, my gosh, this person is going through. This person is, is going through something that's so bad, and here I am. You know, I'm going to get ready and just enjoy just the sunshine, but this person, my friend, is going through something. Let me see if I can help them. It feels so guilty. And you know what? Oftentimes, those are the main ones that really need to take care of themselves. Those are the main ones, like I said, that's there for everybody else but not there for themselves. <clears throat> so that's why it's so important for us from this point on for us to be able to recognize Y-O-U. I always give this analogy. Be able to recognize that person who's in your mirror. You cannot forget about you and not just be able to do something for yourself, but also do something for yourself without feeling guilty. So that's why it's so important at this time for you to be able to look at your own schedule. And as you look at your schedule and you see your plans, you see your appointments, you see all these things that are on your schedule, that is taking care of other people's responsibility. What about you? And this is not a sin. It doesn't mean that, you know, oh, well, you know, you, 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 you got to stop being selfish. Well, to be honest with you. You have to look at every incident because you're no good for no one else if you don't get refueled for yourself. And so sometimes for us to be able to just take a break, treat, treat, treat ourselves, those are the times that will help us to be replenished so that way we can continue to do what we need to do or what God has for us to do. You know, one of the things that we often talk about, and people don't, people never look at this, but don't you know, 
we are supposed to have that time for us to be able to have our buttons reset. What does that mean? Don't you know the worst thing that can happen is when you're sleep deprived? When you're sleep deprived, it's like your brain is going on old data and it needs to be updated or upbooted, just like a computer. You keep that computer running for, let's say, 72 hours, I promise you that 72 hours will not run as fast as that first hour when you first cut on the computer. Why? Because it has not been reset. It has not been rested. Well, if the computer requires rest, what about Y-O-U? You have to be able to take care of you. And you can't rely upon someone to take care of you. You have to be responsible for you. And this is not being hard. This is not being mean. But it's just to remind you of the importance of Y-O-U. And we wonder why oftentimes that we're not getting the rest. We're not sleeping. So many people, they have a hard time resting and sleeping. And don't you know, God promised us sweet sleep. You know, if you really think about it, if if there's anything that's preventing us from receiving what God has for us, then there must be a problem or we may not be managing things properly. So that's why it's so important for us to be able to take inventory of the things that we're doing, the things that we're involved in, or the things that we allow to entertain or get into our minds. So it is your responsibility to make sure that you take care of Y-O-U and not rely upon someone else. Because to be honest with you, wouldn't it be sad if, let's just say, that – um. You want somebody to fix you something to eat, and you are hungry at this level. But the person that you require to fix you something to eat only give you this much. And you say, wait a minute, no, I need more than that. And they say, no, that's all I'm going to give you because that's all I think you need. You're like, oh, no, no, no. See, you would dispute that. But when it comes down to how people treat us, a lot of times we just accept. Sometimes how what people give to us that is required, we'll accept things that really that is beneath what we are entitled to. Okay, so let's look at you are entitled to respect. You are entitled to, did I say the word respect? Yes. You are due respect. Now, oftentimes, if we ask a person, how do you spell the word respect? Oftentimes, we will often hear about or think about that song that's by Aretha Franklin, R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Okay? But also, we hear people, well, you know, no, no, respect got to be earned. Respect does not have to be earned. Respect is given automatically. It's trust that has to be earned. So with that first, you have to be able to get that respect. And if a person will give you that respect, then those are the ones that you actually monitor, stay away from, or not invest your heart into that friendship or partnership. And so understanding when you are in a friendship, what you give is the same thing that is required. But if you know that that person is not mature enough to give you what you invest, then you have to be responsible to be aware of that and accept that's who that person is. And so when you know how a person is, then you deal with them accordingly. If you know that you're not going to get anything from them, or let me say this, if you know that you're not going to receive exactly, if not more than what you give them, then you have to put boundaries up. Boundaries are for your safety. Boundaries are to protect you emotionally, mentally. And so when you know who you're dealing with, then it, then it actually helps you 
So that way you will know who you are allowing within your circle so you can be able to have more responsible people in place. But as long as you continue to have people who does not respect your boundaries into your circle, then it contaminates and it distorts your psyche. Yes, it does. Because sometimes those are the ones that really tag and snag and bag on your nerves. And why do I say that? Because oftentimes when we know how a person is and we continue to invest and do these things to try to help them when sometimes they don't even want to change. And then what happens, then you end up allowing yourself in a toxic relationship. And the toxic relationship has not just pertained to courtship or boyfriend and girlfriend. It also pertains to friendships. So that's why it's so important for you to be able to understand how a person is and who a person is. And that friendship is not just pertaining to, like I said, a friend of the same sex or even an opposite sex where there may not be a relationship, but also even pertaining to relationships within the family. Hmm. Why? Because sometimes so many people, they allow people where they allow themselves to be used, ran over, walked over, by friends and by family. Why? Because they don't put healthy boundaries up. So that's why it's so important for you to think about and focus on why are you. There's an old saying that says, you deserve a break today. McDonald's, I believe, was the one that tagged that statement. You deserve a break today. Yes, you do. So within that break, that's why it's so important for you to be able to Sometimes sit down and take a break. Don't you know Jesus himself, Jesus himself, even in his ministry, he has some vacations or staycations himself. Yes, he was before the Father. Yes, he was. He had some alone time with the Father, but also he had some alone time with himself. You think about it. You you really think about it. Now, of course, Jesus being fully God, but also fully man. So he understands every struggle that we did with pertaining to us being humans. So think about this. So think about the responsibility of him helping and, and uh, taking care of and providing for the 12 disciples, as well as the crowd that was always around him, and also understanding that he had an earthly assignment as well as him for, for him to be able to be replenished, be restored by God the Father. Think about it. I want you to really think about it. Everything that Jesus did, he set an example for us to do. So, of course, Jesus dealing with some knuckleheads. The 12 disciples, they weren't just righteous, holy people. No, they were common, everyday people that God chose. So that way... This is a great example for us to see that can use ordinary people to do extraordinary things. But you think about it. If you think about it, he was with the sweat hogs, the sweat hogs of the time. He was with the beavers and buttheads of the time. He was with the three stooges, Larry Cole, Larry, oh, I've got a mole, Larry Curly. And then there was Shimp. And then there was Curly Joe. He was with those type of people. And so don't you think, yes, yes, he was, like I said, he was full of God. But he got, I'm I'm very, very sure that he got tired of dealing with some people. And we like, man, look here. All y'all do, y'all thinking about yourself. You think about it. He had Judas. Judas, that was a thief. You think about it. And so if you look at it, and he had time before God. He had quality time. He spent. He went away for him to be able to pray, for him to be able to uh, get himself together. But we're not doing that. But we wonder why we're so stressed. We wonder why we let people get to us. We wonder why our blood pressure is up and our patience is low. <laughs> our blood pressure up, but our our patience is down. <laughs> you know, so... 
Why? Because we don't have that balance. We gotta have we gotta have the time for Y O U. We gotta have the time for us. And so with that, there are some things that we can do. It doesn't cost anything. Of course, it's good for us to go out and have a cup of coffee. That's good. Go out and have a movie night or have a movie day. Wait a minute, wait a minute, just a chicken picking minute. So you saying it's okay for us as believers? To go to a movie, to go and pamper ourselves, yes, it ain't no sin. There are some people, look, I'm going to say this, I'm going to say this, and this might be kind of controversial, but those that know me, I believe in being very transparent. I'm going to say it like this. God wants us to have a social life, and we can have a social life without sin. Actually, us having a social life is a great opportunity for us to witness and minister. Okay, we can go to the grocery store. Hey, we can meet people. Hey, how you doing? Doing great. How about yourself? Man, you know what, man? That's an anointed smile, man. You know what? Thank God, because, man, you don't know what kind of week I had, but I refuse to let anything or anybody take my smile. Man, you, man, that's not a good man. Man, what's your secret? Man, look here, man. It was only God that helped me to get to the point that I am today. Because back in the day, man, I used to let stuff get to me. But now, God allowed me to have this joy, man, in spite of everything that goes on. Throw a party. In spite of what may come or go, throw a party. God told me to count everything all joy. So my me counting everything all joy, I'm not going to sweat it. I'm going to let God be responsible to handle that situation. Bam. What a witness. What a testimony. We can let people know the God we serve, even at a grocery store, even at a, at a mall, even at the movies. But I'm going to say it like this. This is what I wanted to say. There are some people, they hide behind religious practice. Hmm. They hide behind religious practice. What do I mean? They try to emerge themselves in business that God didn't authorize them to do. Being able to just sit down and just take out some time. That uh, that saying from the view, take out some time and enjoy the view. Go outside with a tree and look at God's beautiful artwork. Being able to just go outside and see God's fingerprints. Or even just go to the park and just walk. Listen to the birds chirp. Look at the birds that are in the trees. Look at families. Look at the little kids playing joyfully. Hmm. Looking at God's creation. You know what? Even something as simple as having an aquarium in your home where you can just see the fish and hear that water just splash. Oh, my gosh. To me, I love aquariums. And being able to get some fish, and then you, you see, like, a black one, and you get an orange one, you put them together, and you begin to see them mate. Then all of a sudden, the offsprings or, you know, blackfoot, orange stripes or white and black and all these different assorted colors. She's like, wow, breeding. You know, all of this stuff, it really doesn't cost anything. But oftentimes we make excuses. Well, you know, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm finna, I'm finna go to church. Okay, but the thing is, I always tell people, whatever you do, check your motives. Check your motives in whatever you do. Okay, so you saying you finna run? You need to run to do this. You need to run to that. No, no, no. But when you examine yourself, you examine yourself and you realize that ain't something you have to do. That's something you just choose to do because you're scared to spend some quality times with you. So that's why I say oftentimes we allow, we allow ourselves to hide behind the practice of being busy in, quote-unquote, the church. 
Now, don't get me wrong. I don't want him out of the thing. Well, you talking about not going to church? No, 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 no. First of all, I grew up in church. I'm a very active member of my church, and I have participated with other churches. So, no, I didn't say that. But one of the things I always do, I always consult God before I do anything. God may have me to go somewhere else. I may end up, God may call me and say, hey, you need to go to the hospital. There's someone that may be there. And matter of fact, one time I actually went to the hospital. I didn't know why I was going to the particular hospital, but I felt the need to go to this, come to find out there was my class, excuse me, my coworker's sister that was there. So I went there, but I felt the need. I'm like, man, something, something. And I began to really just start, you know, inquiring. And little did I know, I made home my nephew was in that same hospital. So sometimes God will have you on an assignment. He would dispatch an assignment for you because you need it somewhere. And so it's so important for us to be able to have our spiritual ears open and quit using the excuse of, well, I got to do this. I got to do that. No, ask yourself, do you really have to do it or you just want to do it? There are so many people, like I said, they're hiding behind religion because they're running from themselves. They don't want to have that quiet time with themselves. You know, they have to stay busy. They have to have the TV on, the radio on, the uh, the phone on, playing music in the background. They have to stay busy. They have, and God said, would you just sit down somewhere? I want to talk to you. I want to talk to you about who I am. I want to talk to you about you. So that's why it's so important for us to examine what motives do we have? What motives do we have? Quit using things as an excuse saying you're doing the work of the Lord and you're not doing the work of the Lord. You're doing the work for yourself. God wants you to be able to just take a chill pill. Enjoy. Enjoy what he allowed you to have. You know, one of the things that's a very, it's a big shame Oftentimes, we spend all this money on mortgage houses, and all we do oftentimes is get to the house and go to sleep. That's it. All we do is go to sleep in our bed. We don't have any relationship with our house. I'm not talking about pertaining to the people in the house. I'm talking about our house. You know, sometimes I, I know me. Sometimes I can get busy, but one of the things I'm learning and have learned, always have time with you and God and you and yourself. It may require you to just be driving and cut off the radio. Don't get on the phone. Talk to you. Talk to God. Learn more about you. Have a conversation with yourself. Get more acquainted with you. Because if you think about it, Oftentimes, when you're in a relationship with someone, you want to make sure that this person talks. You want to make sure that there's dialogue. You want to make sure that there's conversation, mentally stimulating conversation. You do that towards those that you're in a relationship with. But what about you? What about Y-O-U? You don't have no relationship with you? You don't have no relationship with yourself? Who are you? Who are you? Do you really know who you are? Hmm. Something to think about. Do you really know who you are? Why not? Why? It's sad, but sometimes we avoid dealing with ourselves. We avoid. Sometimes we don't even talk to God about ourselves because he's going to reveal something that you might not want to give up. Hmm. You might not want to deal with. And also when God talks to us about ourselves, it ain't a bad thing. It's a great thing. It's for our benefits. It's just like going to the doctor and getting a diagnosis, but understanding that when we get a diagnosis from God, there is a spiritual cure. You know, so why not go to him? If you really think about it, why not? It's for our benefits. Let it bless you. So with that, some of the things that you can do that can really be a blessing to you and for you, one of the things I always say, we can go get a massage. A massage, yes, yes, yes. 
you could be saved, sanctified, filled with the Holy Ghost, and go get you a professional massage. Yes, a massage is so therapeutic. Those that know me, if y'all don't mind me telling for myself, as a matter of fact, I'm even accepting a gift certificate for massages. I like a deep tissue massage. Oh my gosh. I don't I don't like that little tender uh uh-uh, uh no the little soft no no no. I like that rough neck professional massage. I mean when they put the the elbows in my back and I'm like uh uh uh, you all right? Yes, it feels so good. <laughs> hey, look here. I'm an Oak Cliff. Look, I was born in South Dallas, but raised in Oak Cliff. <laughs> and I attended David W. Carter High School. Yeah. <laughs> so, look, them deep tissue massages, oh, yes, indeed. Yes, I like I like this. Sometimes I get I get easily bruised. I get easily bruised. And sometimes when I get done, I'm like, wow. I look look at my chest or look at my back. I'm like, wow, but it feels so good. So yes, I, I love it. I love it. Deep tissue massage. Well, excuse me. A massage. A massage. It helps you with your blood flow. It gets the circulation going. It also removes them toxins. You know, so that's why after you get a massage, drink a lot of water, drink a lot of water. So uh, a massage, very much important. Also, something that we don't really talk about as people, going to the chiropractor, especially us being young black guys. I consider myself young, too. But some of us, we don't go to the chiropractor. We don't go to unless something's wrong. And sometimes it's the last alternative. Going to the chiropractor is so therapeutic. You know, going to the chiropractor, oh, my gosh. You know, to see, the, you know, how they manipulate the bones and put them in his right spot. And sometimes even if you just go on YouTube and watch some of the um, – how they do the uh, chiropractor work, oh, my God. I love it. I love watching it. I love watching it. I like to watch a good one, a good uh, chiropractor. Um, oh, my gosh. I love it. It is so good. Also, you don't have to go when something's wrong. You can go for what we would call maintenance work, and it is covered on your insurance. If you have insurance from your employment, you can claim that on your insurance. And so once you got everything going, you can actually go. You can go to, uh, not a massage, but you can go to the chiropractor. And after you get things in the right position, you can go once a month for maintenance work. And I'm telling you, it is a great, great benefit on your insurance where you can use, you can capitalize on it. So, I spoke about going to a massage. I spoke about going to the chiropractor. Also, you can do foot detoxing. Now, for those that are in the Dallas-Fort Worth area who are looking for someone to do their foot detoxing, give me a call. I have the best person. I have a young lady that went to school with me. I want to give a shout-out to Miss Deetra. Metlock, Miss Detra Metlock, Miss Detra Metlock. Uh, we've been since we went to school in elementary, and I know her family. She knows my family, and when I found out, she actually was one that introduced me to foot detoxing, and um, I was like, "What?" Well, you know, because I was all I think I was always sick or something. No, no, no I'm sorry. What happened was uh, I'm allergic to shellfish. I ended up becoming allergic to. Uh, seafood back in 94 long story but um i began to talk to her a couple years ago and one thing led to another she said well have you had had a foot detoxing i said no what is that and she began to describe to me the procedure and send me a video i was like wow so you got the toxins and the pollutants coming out from your feet i was like wow that's all gross i'll try it 
<laughs> I said, yes, I'll try it. Yes. So, long story short, I tried it for the first time, and oh, my gosh. Ooh-wee. It was so relaxing. I felt like I got saved and delivered all over again. Oh, my gosh. And then you slept. I slept good. All them pollutants, because, you know, especially us living in the city, we inhale all them pollutants and stuff, and it keeps us amped up. That's why it's important for us to be able to uh, detox, you know, you know, just sometimes get away. And so when I tried to put detoxing, I slept like a baby calf for several days. I normally don't have a problem sleeping. The only time I will have a problem sleeping is if God is keeping me up for a reason. He'll wake me up in the middle of the night, and when I realize it's him, he's telling me I need to pray. Or he may show me a vision. He may show me someone that may be going on in someone's life. He may show me someone to pray for. He may show me an event that may be going on or may will be going on or something like that. So there's always a reason and a purpose that I can't sleep. And so with that being said, you know, but normally I sleep very well. But when I had that foot detoxing, oh, my gosh. Wow. So um, before I forget, even when it comes down for those who may be dealing with a lot of stress, regardless if it's, you know, work-related or uh, even death, when you're dealing with grief, oh, my gosh, your body goes through a lot of stress. And so after I dealt with uh, the loss of my sister, I ended up getting a massage. I needed it too. Wow. Uh, I went and got a massage and went to the chiropractor, uh, got my foot detoxed and everything because they're putting stress on your body. And it was very therapeutic, very therapeutic. And so that's one of the things I often recommend to people when you're dealing with a stressful event. And especially, like I said, we're not excluding, but we're including grief, grief, the loss of a loved one. Oh, my gosh. That. Look here, a loss of a loved one, you know, that that does a lot to you to your physical body, your, your mental psyche, all these things. So yes, go good look, go get you a physical. Also, get your uh foot detox, get your massage, go to the chiropractor. I would encourage that. If you need some resources, to find someone, if you're in a Dallas Fort Worth area, there are some people I recommend. I would recommend my own. In just case you're not in a Dallas Fort Worth area, hey, look here, y'all can still get in contact with me. We're gonna find you one. My main thing is make sure that you have one that's gonna best suit your needs. Because not every quote unquote doctor, regardless if it's a chiropractor or even a medical care physician, they're all not the same. So you want to find one that's going to be best suited for your needs. So with that, also, um, I mentioned about foot detoxing, massage. Also, get this. Go get your hair done. Go get your hair done. Yeah. Go treat yourself. You know, if you have a hairstylist, or for the guys, if you have a barber, hey, get you a good barber, treat yourself. That way, and when you get it professionally done, hey, you can look in here, you're like, wow. It's something about having a fresh cut. It kind of lifts up your spirits. Excuse me. It lifts up your spirits. <clears throat> something else. It may sound crazy to yourself by getting your car professionally washed. If you want to spend some extra money, hey, go ahead. Get your car washed and detailed. You know, treat your car. Treat your possessions. Hmm. Do that. Getting the manicure and the pedicure. Now I'm talking about some things that may require some money. But getting, getting you a manicure or pedicure. Now, one of the things I always tell people, and, I, and I'm now I'm not just talking about the women doing it. Hey, guys, you can do it too. 
That doesn't mean that you're not being masculine. No. Treat yourself, man. Now, you can also go to these barber colleges or the cosmetology schools to get your nails done. You know, get you a manicure, a pedicure. Yes. You still, look here, you're still manly, you're still safe, but you want to take care of what God gave you. You know, so with that, something else. Getting a facial. Yes, men can get a facial too. Yes, all these things. Look here, I used to, um, I used to go and treat myself. Matter of fact, one week I was on vacation, and I did all of this within one day. Now, I sound crazy, but I said, today, I'm going to have everything done, so that way, when I get home tonight, I'm going to be a new me, and I have this schedule, and thank God I was able to knock them all out, but I woke up, I woke up, and I it might have been, I think I, it was on a Tuesday morning, I woke up, went to the um, cosmetology school, I got me a facial, I left I left the I left the facial, went to the went to the uh, chiropractor. Then I went to the dentist. No, excuse me. Went to the dentist first. Went to go get my facial. Went to the dentist. Went to the chiropractor, and then I went and got me a massage. And man, oh man! By the time I made it home, shoot. I was going to sleep as I was driving up in the driveway. By the time I woke up, I went to sleep. I was knocked out. I was, I was in that deep sleep. You know, them, them sleeps where you find yourself, you know, shaking like a paddle of bell. <laughs> yeah. So you can do these things, you know, and it costs a little nothing. But if you really think about it, if this is something my dad shared with me years ago, and it made me think about it. Sometimes you gotta, we got we gotta be able to start saving up to treat ourselves. And like I said, it could be a low impact on your budget, but make sure that you plan. Make sure you put your put you in your budget. Put you in your budget. Take our time where you can get a chance to, you know, like I said, treat yourself. You know, you might always cook. Might always cook. Sometimes you might just want to just sit down somewhere and be fed. You know, so these are the things that you can do, put in, in your schedule, so that way you can be able to just enjoy life, not being so busy all the time in stuff that really doesn't matter. So being able to, um, I, I mentioned about the facial, some people, I mean, they they think it's not masculine, but to be honest with you, if you think about it, it is so relaxing. They're not putting makeup on your face, whatever, but but you think about it, they could be massaging, they could be, you know, um, cleaning your skin. And, and also with my chiropractor, my chiropractor, Dr. Harris in Fort Worth, what he would do, he would, and this is about chiropractic work, but what he would do, he would hit my pressure points, my sinus, my sinuses. So that way he can kind of clear my sinus. It's very therapeutic. Also, along with cleaning the sinus, this is something that, for those who may not be knowledgeable, but even doing the Nady Pot to clean your sinus, I call it giving your sinus a bath or a shower. Doing these things. You know, um, how about we just go to not just the park, but go to the library. All these things are free. You'll be surprised what's free that's within our own community. But all the time we just think about, well, it's going to cost too much. Oh, well, you know, it, I don't know them people. I don't know them people. It doesn't matter if you don't, you don't know them. You know who you should know who you are. Treat yourself. In other words, go be seen. Be seen. So, with that being said, I just want to be able to just bring just a couple of things to your awareness of what we can do for us to be able to just, you know, just enjoy life. Life is too short for us to be stressed, to be busy about things 
that doesn't matter and be busy for folks for folks who can be able to handle their own responsibilities. Sometimes it's good for us to be able to just, you know, just be silly. Be at the house while you clean up. Put on some music. You know, put on some music for you to just enjoy or, you know, just have everything off where you can just listen. Hey, how about you do a little drawing how about doing something to stimulate your thoughts, stimulate your mind, your, your your thinking? You can do that. So these are some things I want us to be able to just think about because we got to stop putting ourselves in the back burner, putting ourselves in the back burner and understanding that these things, as we continue to be there for everybody else, we're the ones that burn ourselves out. We're the ones that's on our last leg. Sometimes we don't realize how fatigued or how tired we are until we sit down and take a nap. And then so many people, oh, my gosh, I guess I must really been tired. But, yes, so many of us, we're so used to living our lives in the fast lane in, in so much of a fast impact that, we don't realize we're wearing ourselves out. Sit down. Take a chill pill. It's okay. Yeah. So, with that being said, just in case you may be listening, just in case you may be listening and you may not be saved, I would invite you, I would invite you to meet a man that loves you, that knew you before you were born, but he died for you before you were born. That was Jesus Christ. And so just in case you're not saved, Romans 10 and 9 tells us, If thou shalt confess the Lord Jesus Christ as our Savior, and believe in the heart that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Jesus died for you. Jesus loved you. And that's why God loved you enough for you to be able to hear this message today. He wants you to have a life. The Bible tells us that he died for us. You know, the thief comes to steal, kill, and to destroy him. But I come that you may have life and have it more abundantly, which is a better quality of life. An abundant life, a better quality of life. Are you living the abundant life that God says you can have? Or are you just having a life or you have no life? Something to think about. So it's easy for us to be able to just really just come back and just look at everything that may be going on. Is it, are you living beneath your privilege? Are you living beneath what God has for you? And this is the opportunity for you to be able to have that conversation with God as well as that conversation with yourself. He wants you to come to him. So this is the time for us to be able to go to God and understand that right here is not too late. He's waiting on while you. You don't have to find Jesus. You know, Jesus is not the one that's lost. We are. And so now with this episode, he wants you to be able to take care of while you because you matter. You are his creation. And he wants you to live the purpose and plan that he has for you. So with that being said, you know, if there's anyone who want to, you don't have, like I said, you don't have to wait until next Sunday for you to walk into the church home for you to give your life to God. You can accept him right now, even on this show, you know, regardless if you would listen or not. Hey, regardless if you uh, on their live or corresponding with us or not. Hey, the main thing of it is, do you believe, do you receive? And you can be saved right now. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you right now. We thank you all for your awesomeness. We come to you right now, God, we acknowledge your presence today. We come to you right now, God. Thank you, Lord, for being an awesome God, being a faithful God, being a committable God. Thinking right now, God, that you help us in every aspect of our lives, God. Help us, God, mentally, physically, most importantly, spiritually right now, God. Help us, God, to cast all of our cares and concerns upon you right now because you care for us.
So, God, we speak it right now, God. If there's anything that's in us that's unlike you, God, we give you permission to examine us, God, and we give everything to you right now in the name of Jesus. Oh, we thank you, Lord, for your forgiveness, and we receive your forgiveness. God, we speak it right now, God, that you help us, God, to take care of this temple. God, we ask you to help us, God, and we have mismanaged the things that you have given us responsibilities of. That's even including our minds, our bodies, and we have partaked in anything that's unlike you, God. We ask you, God, to forgive us, God. And, Lord, we thank you, Lord, for your forgiveness, and we receive your forgiveness. And so, God, we ask you to help us, God, to be better stewards, God. Help us, God, to be a better steward and help us, God, to even be able to, as we do for others, God, help us to not forget about ourselves, God. Help us, God, to do the things that you have for us to do and that you plan for us to do. And help us, God, to receive what you have for us right now in the name of Jesus. And we bind everything the devil stands for. We counsel the devil's assignment right now in the name of Jesus. And, Lord, we thank you, Lord, for purpose being revealed. We thank you, Lord, for burdens being lifted, God. We thank you, Lord, for healing right now, God. God, God we're speaking, God, for the healing for the mind and body and the soul right now. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we're speaking right now, God. If there's anybody that's sick, God, touch and heal their bodies right now. In the name of Jesus, God, we're speaking for healing from the crown of their head to the sole of their feet right now. In the name of Jesus, God, we're speaking, God, that you continue to bless, God, and help, God, to flow our family right now, God. God, we're speaking, God, that you upcurt, God. Derek, God, help him, God, even in this situation right now, God. Continue to comfort the family, God. Strengthen the family, God. God, we even hold up Crystal, God, in the in the kids right now, God. Even the mothers, God, the, the parents right now, God. Help them right now, God, in the name of Jesus. Lord, we even speaking, God, even towards the, the, the family, the sisters, God. God, we speaking, God, that you continue to help her, God, and strengthen her right now, God, in the name of Jesus. Lord, we even speaking right now, God, in the community. God, those who may be dealing with problems, God, those who may be dealing with things that it seems like they, they don't know how to handle, God, those who may be dealing with some secret things that they might have been too embarrassed to let people know, God, we speaking, God, that you reveal yourself in that situation right now in the name of Jesus, God, we speaking, God, for a way out right now, God, there's someone right now, God, that's in a toxic relationship, in a turbulent relationship, in a domestic violence right now, God. We speaking, God, that you provide a way out right now, God. God, we speaking, God, that you help them to seek you right now, God, and help them right now, God, and help them, God, not to have any guilt or beating themselves up or feel like they, they have to deal with it on their own without consulting you or even help, including the family, God. God, we speaking right now, God, that you bring in wisdom right now, God. And God, we speaking that you provide a way out right now in the name of Jesus. And say about everything you stand for. We bind every problem, bind every confusion right now. In the name of Jesus. And Lord, we thank you, Lord, for newness, God. We thank you, Lord, for restoration, God. We thank you, Lord, for healing right now, God. And God, we speaking, God, that you comfort every bereaved family right now, God. Be with them right now, God. Hold them up right now, God. Close to your heart right now, God. God, help them, God. Even during these hours, especially, God, those who have lost mothers, God, God we speaking God, that you comfort them right now, God. God, no matter how long it's been, God, we know people can't, people can't forget about those that they love. So, God, we speaking, God, as we approach Mother's Day, God, comfort them, God. Be with them right now, God. Let them know that you have not forsaken them, God. God, we speaking right now, God, even to reflect upon their memories, God, and those who have lost their mothers or grandmothers or even godmothers, God. God, we speaking, God, that you help them, God, to reflect on the good times right now, God, the silly times, even the embarrassing times, God, and bring joy, God, even in the midst of their sorrow, God, bring joy, bring peace, God, in the name of Jesus. And, Lord, we thank you, Lord, for the testimony coming from this, God. We thank you, Lord, for everything that you've done, everything you're going to do. In Jesus' name we pray. We say amen, amen, amen. I thank you for watching this video. I thank you for watching this video. Uh, if you want to get in contact with me, you're welcome to get in contact with me. I'm Brother Prater, B-R-O-T-H-E-R-R-A-T-S-T-O-M-E-R. Uh, you can catch me on Facebook on the Brother Prater. You see my daily devotions, also my videos. Also, if you can go to my website at brotherprater.com, you will see my daily devotions, also my videos, as well as uh, 
or schedule my personal appearances. Also, you can go to the store section where you can purchase my book, A Few Good Men, A Path to God of Fatherhood. A Few Good Men would written to inform the men of the, their needs towards their family, their children, even their children's mother, as well as this is for women also to help them to understand the responsibilities of men, as well as um, choosing wives, wives that pertain to a potential future husband and or present to a father's at present or future children. Also, this book right here, uh, the girl who was a, the girl who was her brother's keeper, the love beyond life, is a tribute to my sister Sheila Prater, who unfortunately was killed due to domestic violence. And so, I uh, thank God, even in the midst of that, you know, I was talking to someone. Actually, um, I forget, I want to send a special shout out to my dad. My dad's birthday was Friday, uh, May fifth. He turned seventy eight. And so I was thinking, you know, even with my sister, normally my sister and I would be with my dad and everything. And, you know, thank God I was able to be with my brother or that with my dad. But, you know, um, you know, having my, my, you know, my ride or die, you know, I, I miss her dealing, but I thank God for the good times. And so with that, I want to encourage each and every one of you all, you know, don't forget to treat yourself and, Really just take care of yourself and know that God wants you to be able to take care of his greatest creation, the plan of salvation for his creators while you. So I thank each and every one of y'all who tuned in, and thank you, thank you, thank you for listening to Reconnect My Heart podcast. God bless you, and good night.